Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome A-Team guest, Dr. Gatlejo Motudi, who's Managing Director for the Board of Healthcare Funders. Dr. Motudi, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia. How are you? We are strong. How are you doing, Doc? I'm doing well. Thanks for having us. So it seems the World Health Organization is saying there's a deficit of 15 million healthcare workers in the sector. <laughs> Talk to us about what are the issues that have led to workforce deficit in the healthcare sector? Could it be COVID-19, the frustrations that healthcare workers face during that time? The, the issue of um, healthcare practitioner shortages um, um, started long before the challenges around COVID. Um, I think there are many factors that uh, contribute to this shortage, whether you're looking at availability of training facilities, uh, migration issues, um, financial or budgetary issues for, for the countries. But this is not, as uh, um, the WHO report indicates, it's not limited to South Africa or Africa, uh, although the problem is well here on the continent. It is a, a global uh, challenge. And you would have seen as well that uh, um, it, there has been processes from the mid-2000s to try and focus on this uh, um, as a specific challenge and mount uh, mitigation for, uh, uh, for, for the healthcare workforce. But, Doc, it's also cited that South Africa, by 2030, human resources for health strategy are saying that there's a red flag that is already up for 2030 and we could have a shortage of about um, 34,000 registered nurses. What can be done to, to make sure that this is not the case? Yeah, in, in fact, when you look at the 2030 projections, Africa is the only one where we will actually need much more than all the other areas. Um, whether you're looking at the Americas, um, Asia, Europe, it is projected that the shortages will actually would have reduced by that. You may have seen that the projections around uh, 2006 for South Africa, according to the modeling that the WHO has made, we needed about 2.3 um, skilled uh, health workers uh, per, per thousand, uh, which actually means that uh, from a, a cohort of, of physicians, uh, nurses, and midwives, um, there's a number that we, we needed. They have since revised the model uh, to uh, uh, 4. Point, I think 4.5. Um, so in terms of the calculations, obviously the improvement in the model has highlighted uh, those uh, 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 critical uh, shortages. Um, we, we could uh, look at specific challenges per, per area, and, and it may very well start with the policies that are deployed in the specific area that we need to examine. Um, the issue of health workforce, while it forms one of the six pillars that the WHO um, recommends um, for each country to look at when we want to improve our health sector, we should not forget that healthcare workforce actually cuts across a number of sectors. Um, it's healthcare, um, there's an obvious one. Secondly, um, the education sector, and then thirdly, uh, the, the labor force or, or human resources uh, element. Now, in each of the sectors, 
when we want to examine where the problem lies, we, we have to be specific about uh, what could be contributory. In terms of education, are we building enough facilities? Uh, do we have enough people training? Do we have enough um, elements that are required for training of these healthcare practitioners? Uh, in South Africa, for example, um, the, the, we, we, are, we, we know that um, since the dawn of democracy, uh, we, we've only had only two universities uh, that have been constructed during that time, and only um, one uh, medical uh, university um, uh, that has been uh, 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 put up. We also remember that there were a number of uh, policy changes that were implemented in the 19, late 1990s and early 2000s, with the closure, for example, of uh, nursing colleges and transfer of nurses uh, training uh, to universities. Now, all these things from a policy perspective have had some sort of impact. Uh, whether you look at other sectors outside outside those three sectors that I mentioned, including migration, uh, you then also look at issues that are general, for example, economic sectors, political sectors, etc. So uh, it would be my hope to focus on one specific, uh, specific sector or, 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 or factor that would influence the shortage of uh, healthcare practitioners. All right. You know, it seems there's many challenges and many obstacles that we need to overcome in order for us uh, to to bridge this gap. Um, When it comes to the basic education, because you haven't spoken about that, are we geared enough uh, to 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 be able to get enough students enticed in um, in healthcare working because it's part of the sciences? Are students amped by the time they finish grade 12 to get the right grades to get into nursing, um, mm-hmm. becoming a medical practitioners, or any other field mm-hmm. in the healthcare sector? Has that been one of mm-hmm. your focal points? Uh, definitely. I mean, um, you, you, you would have seen that um, uh, reports that indicate that in terms of mathematics and um, health, health sciences education in um, the uh, high school and primary school, South Africa has not performed particularly well. Uh, in fact, we were lower ranked than a lot of the countries that uh, we have been uh, compared to. So in terms of our policies, uh, we have to be quite deliberate about focusing on upliftment of specific factors. So um, uh, mathematics, the health sciences, do deserve uh, a specific uh, education. And then from then on, we have to look at the selection of students or learners that would be um, uh, earmarked for training in this element. We also have to examine to what extent schools have got vocational guidance Mm. um, so that we we not only identify, but also drive awareness of the the various uh, sectors. When people talk about... um, uh, um, healthcare education and vocational guidance. We focus on what I'm calling the mainstream uh, professions. For example, um, doctors, nurses. Um, uh, not so much awareness. I think is driven towards, for example, the supplementary um, healthcare uh, sciences, physiotherapy, biogenetics, and um, etc. So there is a, a, an acute shortage. Whether you're looking at uh, pharmacist training, uh, etc. So. Uh, in 
terms of education and planning, we do have to have a specific focus. Um, the other element is, in as much as you also open um, opportunities for training, you have to uh, look at whether you have availability of, of educators. How many math teachers do you have, or those who, who can teach physical science and biology? So you see that the problem extends uh, to beyond discussions around healthcare, but we need to look at the entire policy framework. Education, as I said, we haven't even started talking about labor issues and, and, and other uh, 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 human resource elements. Dr. Mutrudi, in terms of looking at this uh, shortage of healthcare workers between now and 2030, should nothing change? How will this impact on the implementation of the NHI? Um, it, it would have dire consequences. Uh, um, and uh, I think we, we are fortunate that um, we, we... Oh, my goodness. Um, something went wrong with the line there. But we are in conversation with Dr. Gatlejo Motudi, who's Managing Director for the Board of Healthcare Funders. We're talking about the rise in workforce deficit and the impact of technology in the healthcare sector. It's something that we should all be looking out for because it's a global issue, but in South Africa it has been trickled down to the fact that there's one doctor per 3,198 patients. This is a huge number. That means we are really in need of more healthcare workers in the country and we need some solutions. Um, the shortfall for uh, registered nurses is about 34,000. So um, th- this, this is huge. This is huge. But are there jobs available as well? That's the questions we are asking uh, Dr. Gatlejo Motudi. It seems he's back on the line. Dr. Matudi. Hi, Patricia. I think we had a bit of a network issue. Yes, you were still responding around uh, the implementation of the NHI and the shortage. Yes, exactly. So I was saying that um, uh, while uh, we, we, we talk about NHI, which specifically talks about the financing component, we, we, we should be concerned about um, uh, the support of an adequate healthcare workforce because that that drives uh, service uh, uh, delivery. And I was saying that we are fortunate that there are already policy frameworks that are driven by the uh, WHO, which also fortunately South Africa has adopted. We had, I think, uh, if I'm uh, if I'm correct, uh, a report that was released um, on the health workforce. In fact, there's a strategy that was in 2017, and we have an updated one. Uh, uh, dated 2020, which looks specifically at uh, health uh, workforce. So if we do not focus on these uh, uh, matters from a policy perspective, we will find uh, our attempt at implementing universal health coverage uh, wanting. Um, and, and, and remember as well that UHC um, is all about improving access. Now, while um, it is not uh, uh, adequate to just look at the availability of uh, healthcare practitioners from a numbers perspective. We also have to make sure that the, um, the uh, healthcare that they provide uh, to the population, firstly, is accessible. Uh, secondly, um, that they are empowered and, and there are developmental uh, programs um, from an educational perspective to, to keep them up to, up to date. 
we have to make sure that they are adequately make sure that they do not suffer from um, a burnout, as you may have heard from many practitioners who um, find uh, uh, limitation in terms of uh, their numbers. So the, the, the issue of access needs to be looked at broader than just uh, availability uh, in terms of numbers and make sure all the other elements, as I've said, um, are, are the labor practices uh, geared towards um, uh, uh, procuring their services and maintaining them. Doc, it's an open secret in South Africa. We've got a lot of healthcare workers who are yeah. at home, unemployed. Yeah. Why is yeah, this, exactly. if there's a yeah. shortage? And that's, that's exactly what I was driving at, that uh, it, it is not adequate just to train mm. professionals and not be able to deploy them anywhere, uh, which means that the resources that we have should be used um, efficiently. Um, the budgets must be adequate, they must be uh, protected. We have to look at uh, uh, issues that deplete um, uh, these resources, whether we're talking about uh, um, mismanagement, fraud, corruption. Uh, all these elements need to be uh, uh, brought in line to make sure that we protect the, the, the healthcare workforce. Well, uh, thank you so very much, Dr. Gatlejo Mutudi. Um, I, I'm just hoping that something will be done because obviously this affects us ordinary citizens of South Africa and we are hoping that all the work that you are putting in at um, healthcare funders and other organizations like yourselves for healthcare workers is going to yield great results. Thank you very much, Patricia.